Every runner has a story. What about you? What's your story? Running isn't easy. We've all overcome struggles to get to where we are. Maybe you're struggling now. What is it that stands in your way of reaching your full potential as a runner? And are you willing to do what it takes to get there? If you're not sure, listen to this story about how this runner overcame an obstacle that seemed absolutely impossible. And remember, if they can do it, you can do it too. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Running Unbroken podcast. Uh, we're excited to be here with you today. We've got another special guest, so Laura Erickson. She is the blonde runner. So if you've seen her on Instagram or other places on social media, she's she's out there. So I've seen her name floating around and and wanted to, to get a hold of her, and so we did. We finally got her on the show, and we're excited to have her um, uh, in with us today. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And uh, it's fun to... to talk to other runners and, and run coaches. So you coach um, runners and triathletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's fun to get some of your perspective and some of what you've been through as a runner. Because, yeah, you know, there's always the coaching journey, but also the personal journey yeah. with running that uh, lends itself to a lot of really good stories mm-hmm. and, and good experiences. So yeah. excited to learn more from you today. Okay. Um, so... Tell us kind of about how your running journey started. So you mentioned that you you ran in college. That means you probably ran a little bit before that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, tell us how it all started and how you came to running. Okay. And, yeah. So um, I really was introduced to running as a young child in elementary school. We actually had a little track program. It was cute. Oh, cool. I have some little pictures of me in my little outfit. That's awesome. um, And we had, like, a, a dirt track in the back. And I remember, you know, it was School was, I just like gym class. That was like my favorite. <laughs> yes. It's like lunch. Those are my favorite. Right. I can um, relate to that. But I, I just, I'm an outdoor person. And so yeah. I loved it. I mean, when I first started running, I was like, this is hard, but mm-hmm. this is also like great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's just kind of this freedom that you feel when you're running. And totally. then I kind of discovered that early on. And for some reason, I was ahead of everybody. And that was even more exciting. That is so it was the thing that I seemed to do pretty well at and yeah. in middle school because I'm from Colorado we had middle school then we mm-hmm. didn't really have track so I was kind of bummed that oh, I yeah, didn't that have anything so we just had you know our PE we did our yeah. mile and I always look forward to that day that was the day that I was like yes I'm gonna do really good and then go crush it you know yeah, yeah I just tried to I remember in sixth grade we went to the track and we actually timed it I got a six minute mile of the track oh, that's awesome on my you know I didn't realize I was boys. that close. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dang, you should have told me how to run faster. But <laughs> um, but I know it was accurate at least, but yeah. it was great to have that kind of experience oh, yeah, with totally. running, that it was like a freedom and it was, I would find myself running on my own around the block just yeah. to like, there's, it's like therapeutic. To yeah. Run. And so. Well, and it's great that you had positive experiences with running yeah. at a young age. I, I always blame like coaches and sports for me. It's a punishment. It, it's a punishment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always hated running until I was like in my late 20s because I always thought you had to like kill yourself to to exercise that you yeah. had to like or that it hurt. I mean, that, that it has to be painful to to it be It does effective. hurt some. Sometimes. But yeah. at the same time like I also like to push myself. Right. So like you, you know, can you can choose to do that. It doesn't have to be that. Yeah. So you can when you want to run easy, you can. Yeah. And when you want to run hard, you can't. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Right. So many people right. they think 
you know, we were talking about Strava and how sometimes you, <laughs> right. like, you get wrapped up in that, oh, so-and-so is running this fast. And right. sometimes we do what we shouldn't be doing because other people are doing it. And we really need to yeah. be thinking that, you know, sometimes those easy runs, I, I tell some of my athletes, run, I want you to run today embarrassingly slow. Because right. it's an easy day. And it's, every run has a purpose. Right. If it's a hard workout and you're trying to improve the O2 max and you're at the track, that's one thing. Right. But when you're doing an easy run, it should be easy. Easy, yeah. yeah. When I ran, so I, I'm from Colorado, and so I really found running in high school, and I tend to do well. And my my um, school that I ran for, we were top in the state. And so oh, I was awesome. lucky to have really good coaches. Yeah, and that helps. a great experience to begin with. Yeah. But uh, I found when I ran, I ran at the U, I was recru- recruited to run at the U, and then I cool. finished my degree and ran for Utah State. Yeah. So go Aggies. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I found that me and another gal, we were kind of the top two runners at yeah. the U, and we did our easy runs easy. I mean, yeah. we were chit-chatting. Everybody else was, like, taking off. We right. were chit-chatting and having a good time. But at the track workouts, we were hitting it hard. Yeah. And then guess who was winning the races? Right. You know, we were because we took it easy on the easy days, and so many people right. don't. You had yeah. more gas in the tank to give to the hard run. Yeah. And your injury risk was so much less. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And that's, I, we see that with collegiate and high school athletes so much that they just bounce from injury to injury to injury because they, they take every run like it's race day. And they shouldn't. And it just shouldn't. <laughs> right. There, there's a reason get why we. get up in that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's easy to do because to be good at something, you have to be a bit competitive. Yeah. And so it's hard to not be competitive on every single run. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I get it. But we, we say all the time in, in our videos and other things, like the only run that matters or the only training that matters is the one you can recover from. Yeah. Because we, we get stronger that. during recovery. It's not during the workout that we get stronger. No. Yeah. During the workout is where we give our body the stimulus to get stronger. But it's actually in recovery that we build back up. Yeah. And so if we are always breaking ourselves down, that's that's how we get injured, right? It's a and hard so lesson to learn. It is. It's tough. It's a tough, and we see too many people learn have to learn that too many times it's, too. So it's the it's hard tough. way of learning. Right. But you know, there's a lot of injury, especially with you know, you right. get a lot of itises, a lot of inflammation, all the itises, overuse, yep. or you know, I know you don't right. like that term as much, yeah. but right. overload, like, or, overload. Yeah. We've yeah. done too much too soon. Yeah. I mean, you hear about the ten percent rule. I mean, if you're listening and you're a new runner, yeah. look it up. Ten percent rule. Yeah. Like easing into things properly right. is key. And then, um, you know. I've been doing this for, I've been coaching for like 27, 28 years, a long time. I've been competing a long time. Yeah. And I still like to perform, even yeah. though I'm getting older, right? <laughs> but the way to do that is, I think, having those recovery days, because that's when yeah. you build the strength. Yep. So I've always taken full rest day every week. And that's I, awesome. with everybody that I work with, I say, okay, what day is your rest day? Rest day, you know, like, yes, yeah. you need, the you rest is, recover. like you said, yeah. it's when you build the most strength is yep. your rest day. Yeah. And mentally. Oh, you know, totally. pushing yourself every day, you know, it'll last so, for so long. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, that's why everybody, January 1st, I mean, they're going home, but right. like six weeks later, they're like, I'm done. Like right. they do too much. So if you really want, you know, what I teach with what I do is it's really about healthy living. Mm-hmm. Same yep. with eating, you know, yeah, you can do a fad diet, but it's not it's lasting not gonna long. Work. Yep. And the things that you guys do here too, you're not doing something that's like, here, let me show you how to fix it. You're doing a few exercises. You're now better. Check it off. You've graduated from 
yeah. therapy. That's, you know, you're never done. You're not done. <laughs> right. I, I have a lot yeah. of my athletes, they do core strengthening right. and it, you need to maintain it. And then, and right. then of course, build the strength on top of it. Right. So with my training, I do a lot of periodization. Yeah. Whereas different parts, you know, obviously we're in race season, it's going to be a little different than when we're off right. season, we're going to build the strength, we're doing more weights. Right. Now we're racing a lot more. I mean, it should change. Right. Uh, you know, it shouldn't be the same all the time. Right. So we actually, that was the topic of our group call on Tuesday. Um, in our membership group, we talked about periodization, how like people get stuck on feeling like they have to do all of it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, we, we maintain in certain areas. And so like wintertime, if you're not a big fan of running outdoors, it's a great time to build strength and build, you know, like periodize it, look at what you like to do and what your goals are. And, and like, let's put that on the calendar of, okay, during this time, we're going to focus on this. During this time, we're going to focus on speed. Here, we're going to focus on endurance. There's Here, we're going to, yeah, there's phases to it. And yeah, periodizing somebody's plan really is helpful. So whether and that's for a race where it's like base peak taper is kind of the common terminology, right? Yeah. But but looking at your whole year as well and saying, here's where I want to focus on getting a little bit faster. And here's where I want to focus on building some endurance and looking whatever at that all is. Areas. Yeah. yeah. I'm a and, big advocate for cross training too, yeah. because... Yeah. You know, honestly, and I came from a running background, obviously, long runner. So, yeah. um, but I've really embraced triathlon training yeah. because of the variety. But I've right. had people hire me and they're like, I don't run. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> you can ride your bike or there's yeah. so many other Other's, aspects. Yeah. And while physical health is really important, I do some life coaching now. And the yeah. mental component, we spent a oh. lot of time on the physical, which is so good. But there's an, a mental aspect totally. we have to take care of. And that's why runners get burnout if they're doing too many miles and too much of that. Oh. It's okay to hike once a week. I have, mm-hmm. I've had people hire me. They're marathoners. And I say, okay, we are going to incorporate some strengthening and we're going to do some cross training because you keep getting hurt. Right. We're working in that sagittal plane of motion. We need to do things that are working right. other planes of motion. Right. We start doing that and they start performing better. Yet yeah. their mileage are lower. Oh. Like, how does that work, right? Right. People get so stuck on their mileage. The mind. Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny how people get so stuck on their mileage? Because they've heard things like, so-and-so runs this many miles a week. miles or, a week? Yeah. No, no, you don't it's have like, to do that. Right. And, and honestly, that's great because that works for them. But part of that is they got there over time, too. Yeah. Right? Like, that didn't happen overnight. They didn't start you training. Run for 10 at, years. Yeah. They You're a beginner. Start at 80 You've run one year. <laughs> right. exactly. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Hitting, hitting some arbitrary number of miles a week isn't the key. It's staying healthy so that you can maybe build up to that eventually. Mm-hmm. But, but that number of miles a week isn't what made that person successful. It was the balance they had in their Over training time. Yeah. That, and the time that got them there. Yeah. We, we love quick fixes and fast results and Don't it just doesn't work that it way. It doesn't. It's not <laughs> right? realistic. That's, that's the recipe for injury. And so it's more about consistency of training and, and you know, over time, over years, uh, honestly, if we yeah. want to really be a good runner that can, can keep hitting PRs as we go or keep, you know, PRs are all relative because as we get older... It's, you know, it's our, a little harder. Our, yeah, it's a little we have harder. to kind of clean the slate yeah. and say, okay, in the last yeah. five years. Yeah, what's, yeah, my, what's, what's my recent PR or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And that's fine to, to be realistic with that. But, but to stay that healthy, active, be able to do whatever I want to do when I want to do it, runner, like you have to give yourself those breaks, that grace, that understanding that it's going to take time to build up to that. 
Yeah. And and that's where we see success. You know, people always look at, oh, this is the workout that so-and-so is doing. It's like, whoa. They get too wrapped up. Oh, oh I yeah. see it all the time. Yeah, and it's like, well, they do that workout because that's where they're at in their training and that's what they're capable of doing. But yeah. if you go and run that same workout, it may not be right for you and no. it may lead to injury. I even look at when coaches um, take a team and they give the same track workout to not the whole team. The same. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And and so for some of their elite runners, that, that track workout took them a half hour. And for some of their, their you know, lesser runners or, or just different stage yeah. of, of the game, I guess, runners, that workout took them 50 minutes. The recovery so, time is going to be different. Yeah, the recovery time is going to be different. That person was under... They were going at the same relative intensity, mm. but the one was working for a half hour and the one was working for 50 minutes. So they had like, yeah. yeah, whatever that is, 50% more, 60% more load mm. or total training volume than the other person. Mm. And so you got to be careful with things like that of, of using somebody else's workout and yeah. instead of that. Like you said, yeah. you said you customize every single client's yes. workouts. Even when I've done some group training, yeah. I'll have, you know, because you want it to overlap because I believe yeah. in that connection. And people sure. Like to oh, work I think it's together. helpful. But there's an element that's like, okay, for you, this is your intensity. You yeah. know, th- this is the danger of working in a group setting where, yeah. like, I went on a group, you know, trail run, and sometimes they're slower than I want to go, or mm-hmm. maybe they're faster, and maybe that's good for a push, mm-hmm. or maybe it's slowing you down if you need to be slowed down right but so you can utilize those things for your benefit but for the most part it may not be the the ideal for you right and so be careful and this is why i do a mix of i love group i love people but i also do my individual workouts Mm -hmm. like especially my hard stuff on my own and Mm -hmm. i i rarely even um i don't really i'm not on strava too much i don't really look at it too much because Whatever they're doing is relative to them. It has nothing right. to do with me. Unless it's maybe an idea for a workout for yeah. me. But, like, be careful not to get caught up in what right. everything everyone else is doing. And just stay in your... It's kind of like a race. I mean, I've seen people, especially when they're doing their first marathon, like, okay, so what's your goal? And they're like, I don't know, just finish. And I'm like, that's hard for me because I'm like, <laughs> what pace are you going? Yeah. How long are you going to be out there? What is your nutrition strategy? Right. And they, you know, they don't know what they don't know when right. they first start. Right. Oh, totally. But it's kind of like I get those ideas in their mind that go go figure out. You should know about what pacing because how long are you going to be out there and how are you going right. to time your right. eating? And what even you, if your goal is to finish, it's good to have an idea of pacing so you don't right. start too fast. Right. You know? Yeah. What do you want that day to look like? Yeah. You know, do you want to be survive it <laughs> or do you want to like but not be able to walk the next yeah. month? <laughs> Or do you want to like have it be an enjoyable day and yeah. things like that? You have to know some of those kind things. Of pacing out. Yeah, pacing it or out. Or like, I mean, I do consultation. So like yeah. I've helped people there or, or they I help them plan their season. They're yeah. like pretty good runner, but they want to make sure, you know, I believe in incorporating racing into training. Yeah. If not, what you have happen is they have one big race they're training for. Right. And then when they get to that day, they're put way too much pressure. If you have right. some other races trickled, you know, just in there to help them yeah. race as well, then they're they're already experiencing the anxiety of racing. Right. And not like, like well, it just happened and then right. not so much right. pressure on one race. And right. And they, and they can work out some of the, the different elements of like, what shoes, what socks, work. what yeah. nutrition, what I think nutrition, especially for like marathon and, Ooh, and longer, <laughs> nutrition becomes a big, big difference. Yeah. Half marathon, it can, depending on the, the person, make a, a difference. I, I Pre-race more nutrition more than anything for half marathon. But uh, 
But what somebody uses, what one right. person uses, might not work for you. Oh, totally. There are some basics. I mean, avoid dairy. And um, I have on my website, I have like pre-raised meals. Yeah. I have some tips. I have some videos on my YouTube, yeah. Long Runner, talking about, you know, it's like an hour long. But yeah. go and learn. Like, immerse yourself. There's yeah. like what might work for me or you right. or anyone else might be different. So, but right. learn about what works and then. Right. The real test is testing it in your training. Right. Like, that's the, that's what I always tell log, people. training log, writing it down, seeing what really works. Right. Yeah. That, that's what I tell people with your long runs are less about the mileage you're accumulating and more about test driving all of the race stuff. Yes. Right? Like shoes, socks, nutrition, hydration, all those things. That's what your long run's really about. It's yeah. not, the mileage is part of it. Oops, you forgot the chafing stuff. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know that in the shower when it's like burning. So right. like so you learn remembering that, yeah. those little things yeah. and then becoming accustomed to it. And I think a lot of people, they're like, well, the long runs are so slow. I mean, how's that going to help me? And it's like, mm -hmm. you start developing capillaries and your blood volume right, improves. Right. There's a lot of benefits. So it's not always totally. about pacing. And I know we talked about heart rate a little bit yeah. like before we were on here, but those kind of things, you know, those data points can really give you parameters to help you. Yeah. Like, especially in racing, you know, you don't want your heart rate to start spiking right away at the beginning. Right. If you're going too fast. Right. That is the most common mistake we see oh, with I, inexperienced <laughs> runners, especially like marathon or if you're yeah. maybe thinking about doing a marathon or half or something, yeah. is pacing. You yep. go too fast, yep. too soon. And oh. that's that's the mistake they all make. Right. So. Oh, I'm totally guilty of that. Mm -hmm. That like, oh, I feel so good. And, you uh, always and will. And, <laughs> yeah, you always will. And yeah, getting to the halfway point like way ahead of no, schedule. And you're going, like, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> Mile then, 20 is when the race begins, in my opinion, for yeah, a marathon. <laughs> I totally agreed. It's like you get to this wall of like, I still have a day's run. Like this is my morning run left. And yeah. I've already run so hard. One mile at a time. It's right, right. I've already, this is my long run, and now I have like a daily run still to do. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's, that is, that's a funny uh, paradigm, I guess. So, uh, you obviously know your stuff. You've, you've coached people and helped people be successful. You've had successful, you know, marathons and Ironmans. So, awesome stuff there. What... I think we fall into the like, oh man, well, she's just gifted or she's, I have, everything's just gone well for her. What are some of the setbacks you've had? Because every <laughs> oh, runner goodness. has stories. Oh yeah. So tell us about that. So this is the Running Unbroken podcast. We love to talk about the ways that you have, have pushed through things that could have ended your career or made you think, oh, I should hang it up. What are your running goals? Do you need help recovering from a running injury? Do you need help developing a training plan? Maybe you've never ran before and you just want to get started. Let us help you reach that big goal of yours. Here at BodySmart, we help runners maximize their performance and stay on the road. To learn more, ask questions, or to set up your first free appointment, go to BodySmartUtah.com or call us at 801-479-4471. What, oh, what gosh, are some of those things? Lots of moments, I guess. If you've run sure. long enough, you will have for sure an injury, I'm sure. Sure, but yeah. I always like to say setbacks are setting you up for a comeback. Yeah. So I there's like a it. way that you, you know, I have to think positive because it's really hard yeah. when you do. And I, I recently had a, a shoulder issue. I've, 
I had, my dog was attacked by another dog, so oh, I was no. trying to help them. And oh, so for shoot. a year and a half, I'm like, I can't swim as much as I want. Anything yeah. over my head hurt. It even hurt to run and cycle, everything. Yeah. I mean, it was affecting my sleep. It would mm. ache. And so yeah. that was a recent setback that I yeah, had that sure. I ended up having to have sh uh, shoulder surgery oh, no. in March. So, yeah. and then, you know, you have to ease in and be smart about it. So, yeah. but then I, I still think, you know, yeah, I can't race like I wanted to for the last few months. But I'm still active and I'm still getting out there and right. doing it. And I'm involved in races even though I can't race like I want. I can be there and I can cheer and yeah. I can be part of it or I can volunteer. I think that a lot of people focus on what they can't do when they mm -hmm. should focus on what they can do. Well, that, yeah, I love that you, you kept moving in what you could safely do. Yeah. But you backed off. It didn't have to be... The all or nothing. It's hard. Thing. I want to go, but really? yeah. I bottle that. I tell people. I tell my athletes. I, I try to practice what I preach, and I'm like, bottle that energy because when when you can run again, you can use that. Yeah. You know, because you know another big setback, and I'm still dealing with some of this. Is uh, about almost seven years or eight years ago, I was hit on my bike by a truck, mm. and it was just oh, uh, it's just frustrating. So like, well. what if? Yeah. What if yeah. I didn't ride that day? You know, you oh, kind of go yeah. back there. And uh, I did walk away from that experience, and luckily it wasn't like high speeds or, you know, uh, I did end up having uh, knee surgery, mm. and I ended up having a concussion, and I had a headache for like 10 months. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But you know, it, it spurred me on uh, because I was like, I'm going to die before I do my Ironman. <laughs> like, that's my goal. So yeah. like within a year, I did do an Ironman. Oh, that's um, awesome. And uh, so I was like, it pushed me in a way. Mm -hmm. So sometimes injuries can do that where they, and I safely was able to train, but it was hard. I was sort of in a cloud with that mm, headache, the headache. Yeah. but you know, I also was determined that it's like, right. I'm not going to die before I can meet my goals. And I'm, I'm going to keep at it. I, I guess I, I really do try to look at what I still can do. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I, I can still, I mean, I've done races. I did one race. Um, it's a world, a world race in San Diego, like mm -hmm. where, you know, I, where triathlon started. Yeah. And I remember racing against people and it was kind of hard to pass them. They didn't have a leg, you know, and they're on there. And I just thought there, we had Paralympians there and stuff. And it's like, you know what? I am going to stop complaining. I have legs. I have arms. There are people in wheelchairs that would love to be able to, yeah, they, maybe I have an injury. Maybe my hip's bothering me. My knee's still giving me trouble. I can still run. Right. I mean, maybe not as much as I want. Right. Maybe, you know, but right. let's think about what I still can do. Like, right. come on. You know? Well, and it's, it's about finding that level of what I can do. Yeah. Right? What I still can do. Which you should do. <laughs> and yeah. Which, you, which we should do. Because yeah. if we think, oh, my knee hurts when I run, so I'm just going to stop running. You're, or your whole keep world, running. Or, yeah, or, We've got or runners that are it, like, yeah. my leg is falling off. I'm going to continue running. Right. Like, it's the problem with runners. Right. They just go crazy. It's they, true. It's like people that, you know, I learned when I, I had a setback. Another setback I had was yeah. I had um, a baby and I uh, ended up losing a baby. And mm. so ended up. Uh, having I put on a race for grief in her honor, but okay. I have what's called incompetent cervix. So the next pregnancy, I was on bed rest for ten weeks. Ten mm, weeks. You can see I'm time. not a sit down person. Yeah. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm sitting down as much as I can without wiggling too much here. Right. But I was like, that was mm. I use. I'm a high anxiety person, so running is therapy. Like getting out and moving yeah. helps me clear my mind. It's oh, like sure. my absolute best like it's, self. Yeah. Well, imagine being told you're on bed rest, laying down, like. On your back, not even able to sit up or mm. take showers. Like you are not gonna. I didn't want to lose that baby, and 
I learned in 10 weeks of laying on my back that I could cope um, with stress without running. Like, this is where I bring up the mind stuff. Like, yeah. there are ways you can meditate and cope and read. And you can only do much, so much reading and so much watching TV right. and writing in your journal. But, like, that's the choice I had. I mm -hmm. didn't have the option to run. So, yeah. I learned how much I love to run and how much I missed running. Right. But I also learned that I didn't have to have it. And I think that's where we get in trouble when when runners kind of get addicted. And running is sort of like that. It is addictive. Get, and For so, sure. but if you get to that point where you can't live without it, that's when we get, it gets dangerous because yeah. we run through things we shouldn't. Right. And, totally. and I'm, I believe in healthy living. Like, is there, if I have to miss, you know, I learned to be really creative when I started doing triathlon. I had three kids already mm -hmm. and I was like, well, my kid's sick. I can't get to the pool in the morning like yeah. I did. So, okay, today we are going to turn on the music and dance, you know, like yeah. there are many ways to be healthy without right. running every single day or but, but like you said, it's consistency over right. time. over time. You know, and some people, you don't feel like getting a workout. So I always tell people, give it 10 minutes, you know. Yeah. And then usually in 10 minutes, it's either, okay, you're done, or usually you feel good and you keep going. Right. And sometimes those are my best, best workouts are the days oh, I didn't want to go. Totally. I'm so glad I did it. So <laughs> I always tell people a similar thing. I was, I'm always like, just do something. Something is better than nothing. Yes. And so uh, we always say always something instead of all or nothing. Oh, but I love that. Love that. Give yourself the out to half-ass it. Yeah. Right? To be like, you know what? I'm just going to yeah. walk around the block. And usually during that walk around the block, you're like, all right, maybe I'll go two blocks. And I'll pick up the pace a little bit. And then the next thing you know, it's like, actually, that was a pretty good workout. That wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, that was I that think was that's actually really a good thing. When I got, after I got hit, uh, on the tr by the truck after I st you know I had a lot of anxiety to ride on the roads sure I mean oh, yeah wow. good thing I live my legacy and that's a paved trail you know <laughs> yeah, no yeah. cars um but it it was a real challenge to yeah. want to get out and so I love cycling though and I did push myself to do that Ironman and stuff but I found every year in the spring getting back out I had anxiety and yeah. so one thing I gave myself permission to ride indoor or out no matter what the weather was. And I still have mm. a bike at home, set up on a trainer. A trainer yeah. So whenever I if it doesn't matter if it's great, wonderful weather, if I have a lot of anxiety that day, I give myself permission to ride on that bike inside. Anytime. That's great. I don't have to ride on outside and I, I've and actually I think I ride outside more because I have the option of riding in. Right. But I you know, I didn't want to limit myself. Right. I still allowed myself Right. that grace to say no or yes but i still get it in yeah i still i think that's the key is is that consistency and i know if you if you want you know people that win races and stuff they put work in yeah. it's not luck it's not like this raw talent it's talent developed De and that right. takes time right and that takes consistency over years you know right. of time yep it's, it's just building those building blocks one upon another upon another it, we see so much where people stop and start Versus just that's get, way harder than maintaining. Oh, way harder than maintaining. I tell them over the winter, especially in the fall, I'm like, please Don't just get stop. to the gym yeah. and do. I tell them even if they can't do the volume, get a little bit of like hit workouts are becoming more popular. Yeah, getting a little bit of that that right. faster stuff, even a shorter workout. Yeah, and it's easy to maintain way more than yeah, lose then, it all oh, and gain it. Starting over is the worst, and then gain right? ten pounds Nobody over the likes, holidays. Yeah, well, getting <laughs> no. fit is one of the hardest things, right? maintaining it once you're there is is not too bad no. but it's it's again about being consistent <clears throat> showing up every day 
Because no one workout is really that important. No. In, in, in all the of end, them together. It's all like, of them yeah. together. It's what chains it together. So killing yourself off in one day, and we see I see this a lot with like people when they go to personal trainers. Too many personal trainers, not all. Kill them. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they can't walk the they next see day. It as this badge of honor. If that person comes back and is like, I couldn't get off the toilet the next day, like I couldn't even stand up. They see that as like, yeah, I did my job. Oh, and, it kills and I, me when I hear that. Yeah. Oh, when they're I've, so sore from it. And it's like, no, that really, that didn't help them because they're less likely to be consistent with it. Yeah. That workout didn't do enough they're to change their health. They're less likely to be consistent. Yeah. See, and the idea is healthy living. I, right. Well, it kills me because I, I coach junior high track. And oh, those, yeah. it's so fun, those kids. And they're just learning, and there's so much to learn, and they get excited about, you know, they're always improving. But, you know, you hear about some of these other coaches, and they're like, if you're not throwing up, you haven't worked yeah. hard enough. And I'm just oh. like, when you're throwing up, your body's telling you you've done too much. Right. So that's I have only gotten so nervous to work out with myself once that I threw up. But that's the only time in my whole career have yeah. I ever, you but, know, like I'm not going to push. If you're throwing up, you are pushing too hard. Right. That's the old football coach mentality. And that, it's not right. But it's that's not what good. I, that's what I grew up with. Like yeah. if you're not feeling like you're going to puke, you're, you're not pushing hard enough. And... I mean, I can't tell you Stop how it. many times I had to go into the locker room and lay down because I was just white-faced and, like, at the end of a workout. It's too much. Yeah, that's... It's not good. That, you can build up to that intensity, but... Right. If your body's trying to say something to you, it's, right. it's saying it for a reason. Like, yeah. that's too much. It's not okay. Right. And, and people take, you know, pride in their ripped hands when they do all these, you know, workouts. Right. And I think, you know, that that's a culture and that, that might work for them. For me, I've never been, like... Right. Look, I just barfed. You know, I, I don't know. That's yeah. <laughs> just, no, I, I think, and, and I'm a lower volume runner too, and I do well. And I, I like to tell people, you, there's many ways to get to your goal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to look like somebody else's. Right. You know, it, it's okay if you maybe don't do as much as they do, especially if you're starting out. Right. Or maybe, you know, I've, I've competed for years, but I also know which, which are the important workouts. Right. And I, and like you said, I show up. Yeah. Even if I can't do what I want to do or as much right. as I want to do, I still show up every day. Yeah. And I think that consistency over time. So, and you know what? There are some days I will say, I just did a podcast on saying no. And there are some days I'm like, it's not going to happen today. And that's life. That's and okay. And that's okay too. Like Is give it, yourself grace. Right. So I, we like to talk a lot about decisions versus reactions. Okay. So if, if you say no today because your body is like, mm, I don't have it in the tank, that's okay if it's a consistent decision that you're making of like, you know what, I just, for Decided whatever reason. Decided to eat ice cream today, every day. No, yeah, I'm just right. kidding. But as long as that's a decision versus like. Living intentionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of just reacting to like, oh, I feel like crap. I'm just not going to do it. I'm such a failure. Right? Going down Nobody that failure loop of like, thought. Yeah. Right? Like that's not. Well, if we wait okay. till we want to, we'll probably never do it. Right, it's like, true. Mm, you have to. There is an an element of discipline yeah. that comes with it. If yeah. you know, and I, I think even in racing, I try to stay very in the moment. But if I do get ahead of myself and think, I think, okay, what is it going to feel like to to do well at this race? Yeah, I try to go there instead of like, oh, I've got how many miles to go. Right, right. But if you can visualize yourself successful. Um, and feel those feelings and emotions that go along with it, it's we're more likely to create that for yourself. Yeah, so I like that So we a lot. focus on, oh, I could fall, and I could do that. And I'm like, yeah. It's like when I teach people mountain biking, I don't, and they know there's a cliff and there's a big rock. You don't focus on the big boulder to hit or the cliff. You right. focus on your path right now. Right. And so if we can keep the focus on, we're aware, 
that there's right. a cliff, but we're not looking at it. Right. And so I think I try to te- teach people to stay current in whatever whatever moment they're dealing with right. today. Like, okay, you don't need to worry about tomorrow and what you're going to work on tomorrow. You're worrying about today. Get right. your work in today. Because I, I often I'll message people that are struggling, and I'm like, so how is it today? I just ate crappy this morning. Okay, well, don't give up on your day. Don't start fresh tomorrow. Start now. Yeah. What are you eating now? Yeah. Okay, throw it away and put soap on it. <laughs> no, get it back out of the trash. Put soap put on it. Put soap on like it. it. I tell you, they get it back out of the trash. And I'm like, <laughs> don't wait to start till the next day or the next week. We do that. We have to start fresh. We yeah. Have to, and I, I understand getting prepared for stuff. But when we realize we're off track, why not fix it now? Yeah. Why wait? If we wait, you know, it's really easy to mess up and eat a lot of calories at once. Right. Like, and all that, we, you know, a whole week's work of work has just right. been blown in an hour. Now, why not fix it right away? The sooner we get back on track, the better. And right. know, again, that everybody, you think, you know, social media is like the highlight reel. You yeah. think everybody's life is perfect. Their right. Strava looks wonderful. They always do great. Reality is no. It's it's yep. not. It's it's a it's a stab in the dark for a lot of people, and we're just going to keep trying, and we're yep. going to keep showing up, and we're going to keep trying our best. Right. But fix it sooner than later. Don't wait yep. to the next fresh day. <laughs> like right, yeah. In, intervene as early as you can, so that I guess once we start accepting our justifications as fact, well, they become more <laughs> right. They, we we it's easier to justify that next excuse of why I'm not going to do it or why. And that's why it's better just to do something where it's like, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't really feel it today. I'm going to do something. Maybe something different. And different. Give or, yourself that but, opportunity. Yeah, just do something. But still do it. And that way you've built that consistency and you can tell yourself like, okay, I'm still on track. This was not a, you know, not a major deviation or a, a failed day. Right. Yeah, it doesn't just, mean it has to fail if it's right. not exactly. I, you know, well, I, I guess, I mean, I coach myself, so it's really easy for me to go. Well, today that was what was scheduled, but I feel like I can right. do it. Like I don't feel like my body is there. I think this would be more beneficial, and I can. And with the athletes I work with, it is completely custom. I can change it day to day if I need to. Yeah. I usually give it to them a week in advance, but like that is ideal. Mm-hmm. Not everyone knows what to do for their bodies and things like that. Right. But I think it's really important to allow yourself. Not to, I do think there's an element of you give yourself so much grace all the time that we've right. got a problem. Right. But I think you've still got to stick to the main, like the main skeleton of what you got going on. Right. Build those bones for what you need. But it's kind of the creative way we get there. I think it's really important to allow yourself to have that flexibility. Yeah. You know, with my athletes, I always have, like often I will put in their training one, things that they've never tried before. Mm-hmm. Yoga. Yeah. You know, if they need flexibility and maybe it's hard for them. Or mountain biking or something they've never done before. And then I often will put in cardio choice because mm-hmm. I want them to choose. And it's like, oh, you're not telling me what to do. Oh, no, we're going to have to challenge them. They're going to have to figure out right. something to do on their own. Right. But they often will maybe take a class that they, I love Pilates and I never knew about it. Right. And I, I want them to to reach and find something new. I don't want them right. to be dependent on me either. Right. You know, I'm here to help them learn how to spread their wings and then yeah. fly. Like, Maybe that's not a very good business model because they're done with, you know, they can do it on their own. But that's a good, I want, I'm here to teach them and help them on their way. I love that. And you know what? Go find, you know, have, I like them to have a little control over their own training too. Mm -hmm. Not just be told, not, it's funny with especially diet, people don't like to be told what to do. (laughs) But if they're told, you know, 
I always like to think of calories in terms of like, okay, if I eat this, I have to run this many miles. And then it's like, oh, that's probably not worth it. <laughs> then <laughs> yeah. you start thinking a little. I like to change people's perspective. Like, how sure. are they thinking yeah. of things? And yeah. then that, you know, we get stuck in a kind of a mindset. Mm. And I think it's really valuable to, to explore. That's what I love about podcasts. It yeah. helps us reset our mindset to yeah. something different than we may have thought before. Right. Explore a lot of different mindsets to help inform our own. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting to hear some of your approaches and how many line up. I think once you start helping people accomplish their goals, it's it's funny how so many of similar lessons wind up being learned yeah. from that. It's a process to success for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, totally. And and so helping people be able to kind of be more self-reflective and, and find their answers that work for their body. Because I agree with you, giving people meal plans and other things like that. They automatically do not want to eat what you told them to right. eat. Like well, it's like And it works for maybe rigid. a little while. Yeah. But then they never really learn the patterns of healthy eating and healthy shopping and healthy... It's like giving them a fish versus teaching them to fish. Right, right. It's, it takes a little more time. And that's what I like with you guys is you you are giving them like this process and this, these tools. It's not like, here, quick fix, you're done. It, right. It's like, let me teach you why, yeah. you know, how and right. all these... The, the background. The background yeah. to it. Because... Then they can, you know, why do we not want to eat sugar all the time? Why do we not? I mean, that's all obvious, right. but, like, why make this choice over this choice? Right. And it's it's so much about mindset, really. Mm -hmm. uh, so much of these things. And and we, we say a similar thing to kind of what you've, you've said is uh, your performance or, you know, your weight on the scale or your whatever, those are all just natural results of leading a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. The number on the scale doesn't really matter. The, you know, whatever else. Body fat. Yeah, That's body what matters. Yeah. That's what I tell people. Right. It's yours. It, honestly, I don't think people would care about their weight if they look the way they want. And that right. relates to body fat, in well, my opinion. <laughs> well, I would even say that they can do what they want. Do what you want. Right? Well, if you can do the things you yeah. want to do, that, that to me is probably the best measure of health in general is, could I, can I do all the things that I want to do? Uh, when I'm asked to do them without my first thought being, mm, I'm not sure if my knee or my yeah, this sure. or my that or my, uh, or I don't really feel comfortable in a swimsuit. So I'm not going to go swimming. You can't because get I, comfortable. In a That's what I tell people. Right. One, they're probably not worried about you because they're worrying about themselves. Right. And how many people have you stared at at the pool? Right. Oh, okay. Everybody thinks that the right. world revolves around them and right. nobody's paying attention to what swimsuit you're wearing. Right. If you don't get in the swimsuit, you're not going to look good in the swimsuit. So right. you gotta, and, and that's hard. It is hard when right. you're overweight. You don't feel comfortable. Right. It's like wear a t-shirt, but you gotta get going on it somehow. Right. If that's your barrier, I think we have excuses, but yeah. do they become? Do they stop us? Yeah. And that's where we have to change our mindset. Right. And, totally. and maybe it is indoor. I mean, and find what works for you. Yeah. Like if you're like, okay, I'm not going to the gym because everybody's looking at me and I'm. It makes me have anxiety. Okay. Do you have a? Even if you don't have a treadmill at home, you got stairs. Yeah. You know, you've oh, there's got, so many things you, you know, can do. I can give yeah. you a workout with a folding chair and yeah. you will get a good workout. So there when it when the excuse is I don't have a gym, I don't there there right. are ways. And you totally. know, we have YouTube nowadays and I think people can afford that. Like yeah. go there, right. find a workout. Right. You know? No, there's there are so many options and that that's the key. And and so that sounds like kind of that that theme for the blonde runner is like show up and and live a healthy lifestyle and all those things 
as you do that, kind of work themselves out a little bit. Yeah. It, it takes time and consistency, but we can we can get there. Focus but, on what you can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, thanks so much for yeah. joining us today. So wrapping things up, um, you know, how how if somebody wanted to follow you, where where do they find you? Okay, so well, my website is blonde runner with an e okay. dot com, and then. Uh, I'm pretty active on Instagram and yeah. social media, yep. so I have two accounts there. Well, several. Um, one is the Blonde Runner, and mm. then also Coach Laura Erickson. So I Perfect. kind of share different things there. Um, the Blonde Runner is more of my athlete account, and then a Coach is my coaching account, so Perfect. I share more of that kind of stuff. But awesome. yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Blonde Runner Health, and I'm out there. Just you know, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I'm out there. Hopefully, I see it a race. You know, like right, yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Well, thank you so much for Appreciate joining you us. Having me. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome to hear more of your mentality and how you help runners. And those are some awesome messages. So some huge keys there um, for helping you lead that fit, healthy, active lifestyle and getting where you want to go. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Running Unbroken. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And reach out if you or someone you know has a story to share.